What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. This is Benched, and we are the Tovar Brothers. Monday, October 23rd, 2023, and this is episode number 43. 43. Famous 43s. Uh, the short king himself, when he started it all. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, the guy who's gotten so many guys drafted who should not be drafted. All these, he's just like Darren, Darren Sproles. He was 5'6". I five, see six. Darren Sproles in him. All right, Tariq Cohen. Why? Because he's 5'6". Yeah. What else? What? But either way, either way, Darren Sproles, phenomenal player, phenomenal to watch, and all the short kings out there, this one's for us. In the era of great safeties, I mean the truly great safeties, Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins, those kind of guys, number 43, Troy Polamalu. Right there amongst all of them. Well, uh, uh, the flying Hawaiian. No, no, that was uh, God. That the was the Tasmanian uh, Devil. Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, uh, Victorino, Shane Victorino yeah. from the Phillies. But either way, also Hawaiian or Troy Palmalu was insane to watch. They famous jump over the line to get uh, Collins right, uh, the quarterback for Tennessee uh, at the time. Over the line, timed it perfectly. Phenomenal, Hall of Famer. Um, I also have Kurt Schilling, the bloody sock man himself. Didn't he? Was he a steroid guy? Yeah, I mean, they're all steroid guys. They're but either way. Steroid guys, plenty of steroid guys. But they were really cool to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Schilling, though, that was one of my favorite pitchers growing up. And everyone knows the bloody sock king. That thing's Absolutely. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Single-handedly had me just not hate the Red Sox for my whole life until they beat the Dodgers. In. And then it's back. Yeah. The World Series. Because they yeah. cheated. They did cheat. Yeah. They did cheat. But we're not bitter. We're better. Yeah, we're not bitter, we're better. Yes, I like yes. it. Um, this is episode number 43, creeping up toward 50. Very, very excited. Wild. Um, should be a good show. It's going to be a fun show. If you're new to us, thank you so much for joining. Hello. Welcome. Thanks. Uh, welcome. Yeah. If My you're name watching, is Angel. Yep. Yep. How this are you? Is, yep. I'm Joey. <laughs> um, that's not how we usually start the show. No. No. Uh, but if you're watching here on YouTube, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, please like to the video, subscribe to the channel. And thank you for all of you faithful uh, subscribers, watchers, muchas gracias, love you. Uh, uh, week number seven. So you've you're rolling with us now through about the third of the season. Yeah. So really appreciate all the support here on YouTube. Yeah. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, thank you so much um, for listening. Of course, we have our faithful group of bench warmers there <clears throat> listening to every episode, whether it's Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for that. Leave a review. That's always helpful. And then follow the show between the show on Instagram X and TikTok. Search at Bench Show. Uh, to stay updated and all that stuff. I know we say that every week, but yeah. I really do appreciate, we really do appreciate every single person who tells us, hey, man, listen to the pod, or, you know, uh, I said, I, you know, what, to talk positive about the podcast, it means so much. Can I? Oh, no. What? Can I say something? I know what you're saying, but let's, let's keep it positive. No, this is I, very positive. Okay, okay. okay this is very saying. positive. Okay. okay. I want to give props to you. Oh, okay. You know what? Let's stop the show for this. National Day. Okay. What national day is it? You read it off. That was yesterday. Wait, what? What? National Stutter Day. Oh, my guy has always dealt with the stutter. That was yesterday, but yesterday. Yeah. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And props to you for saying, "Screw it, I'm gonna jump on a podcast anyway." You know what? I don't talk about that a lot, but it's a very big thing. Yep. There is an association for people like this. Yep. And yeah, thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Hey, listen, if you got a stutter, screw it. Go start a podcast anyway. Yeah. Who gives a crap? Overcome that piece. Yeah. So props to you, my guy. That's the 23rd, but thank you for that. I yep. appreciate it. But today, Monday, 
It's National iPod Day. We all remember our first iPod. God. Remember the iPod stacked with music? You had about 400 songs. You had to be selective. Yeah, One LimeWire. Couldn't afford the full album. Yeah. Oh, man. Those were, the, those were the days, man. iPods. What was the uh, the Microsoft, um, their version? Oh. The Zoom. The Zoom. Oh, yeah. The, the Zoom. Zoom. Wow. Great, yeah. cool. Yeah. Fantastic. The Zoom cool. was never cool, but. National iPod Day, huh? Yeah, that's a pretty cool day. Yeah. What else? A national TV talk show day. Talk show host day. Favorite TV uh, talk show? TV talk show. Does sports count or like a regular show? Yeah, I guess sports counts. Uh, Conan. If that's a late night show. Yeah. But Conan I actually O'Brien. liked uh, the big guy. The big Brit. Big um, Brit. Oh. Um, he just lost his show. Corbin. Corbin. Oh, sorry, sorry. He just went to go spend more time with his family. Corden. James yeah. Corden. James Corden, yeah. He was, yeah, <laughs> he invented the most, the best bit. Of this era is the carpool karaoke. Carpool that karaoke. Was, that's gonna be and this era of t- a TV talk show host. That's the best bit. Often duplicated, never replicated. Yeah, he started off with uh, Mariah Carey, I think, and yeah. then uh, those yeah. are fun. Yeah, those were great. And those are a lot of fun. Those are now gone. Just like Conan, my other favorite one. Uh, he's right. now doing his own podcast. Everyone's so. podcasting now. Yeah, man. Welcome. <laughs> As if we're <laughs> welcome to our say. space. Yeah, this is we're a, we're a, we're a brotherhood. What'd you uh, have going on this weekend? What do they have going on this weekend? Uh, I, I it's it's pretty nerdy. I, I just oh yeah. yeah, I know what this is. It's like it's like if you like go. You know. I mean, say it. I'm sure there are people who. No, are I played it. the new video game Spider Man. Yeah, the new. I'm a nerd. I'm 29 years old. I still play video games. Yeah. What of it? That's fine. Yeah, that's you were very excited that's for silly. this game. All I did all weekend. I didn't even go. I didn't put pants on Saturday. Oh, also, I watched fantastic college football while doing it this yeah. week. Great college football. Yep. Uh, the Buckeyes beat Penn State, and we saw Caleb Williams lose again yep. to Utah. Yep, and saw my Drake U- May lose. My UCLA Bruins beat Stanford handily, which you know. So next week we're playing Colorado. So they're I don't know if you heard of them, Colorado. They have Every a pretty popular head coach. Yep, but yeah. So good college football on uh, this weekend, which I watched, and then plus video games, and then ended off with a great Sunday of football, which is why we're here. Sounds like a good weekend. I had a boring weekend of work. Didn't do much. Hey, we all have, we all have our crosses to bear. Let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by 818 Brewing. Stop at 818 Brewing at 8953 DeSoto Avenue in Canoga Park. That's, of course, if you're in the L.A. area. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, um, we need to go, go over and see our guys here soon. Yeah. 818 Brewing is the spot. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the news here. Um, a lot going on. Of course, we are ramping up. Uh, what's today? It's the 23rd when you'll be hearing this. 22nd mm-hmm. for us, but the 23rd. Yeah. The trade, trade deadline is the 31st. And so we are ramping up to the trade deadline. It sounds like it's going to be a good one. I mean, last year was freaking awesome. This year's, it, yeah. yeah, you're right. So a lot of news to do with that, as well as uh, some injuries and then just some uh, some other stuff. Let's get into it here. The Rams rookie sensation wide receiver Puka Nakua has the second most yards to start his career through seven games, only two yards behind Jamar Chase. When do we take this guy seriously? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I have a problem with him. He, I shouldn't. He's like a regular nice guy who's just breaking records. But he's let, let's be honest. If he if he wasn't a, um, he's not a white guy. But part, part if of he me, looked more like the other successful receivers in the league, maybe then. I don't think it's that because when when Cup did it, it was like you know, Cup. I'm like, oh, that's just Cup. I think I don't like. I think 
the system in me, like, always the system wide out. Yeah. But they've had wide outs before. He's never yeah, before, yeah, that's so. not, that's... I don't know, but he's phenomenal. He's He killed, he killed the Steelers today. They had no one for him. Puka Nakua out to a huge start with, with uh, Cooper Cup in the same game. Yep. Very, very good. Uh, rookie of the year, one of the candidates. Him. Oh, for sure. He's, yeah. Early Sunday morning, we got news that Patriots head coach Bill Belichick had actually signed a massive extension right before the 2023 season per Ian Rappaport. Um, I call BS. Yeah. I don't buy this. Something's fishy. Right when the, the seat is probably the hottest it's been since Brady entered yeah. that one game for Bledsoe. I mean, they won today, but still, it's pretty hot. I don't know. It, a very uh, hot seat. And all of a sudden, oh, by the way, we actually signed him to a massive extension. They could this do this season. just so they can say, oh, see, he's on this. The, he, he's not, he don't want to quit. He just wants to spend time more time. Give him some family. dignity on the way out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you don't know. Patriots are so sneaky about what they do and what they don't do. So. I, I don't think Bill Belichick needs to be the coach next year. Obviously, we both believe let him finish out the year. You don't fire Bill Belichick midseason. Yeah. But uh, let him let him write off. Like this. every great rock band, every good artist, because there's tons of time. Time we got to hang it up, and this is his time. Absolutely. Uh, we also got news this morning that 49ers receiver Debo Samuel has a hairline fracture in his shoulder. Ouch. Will miss at least at least two games. Two games seems kind of light, to be honest to me. He has a frac- He's a broken bone in his shoulder, and he plays so physically. I wonder if he like in his. Yeah, exactly. I would just. I mean, they have a stranglehold on the NFC on the NFC West, right? They're pretty. I mean, Rams are no joke. Um, no Cardinals wise, I think, are, actually, are a no. joke. Yeah. Um, and Seahawks, no. Oh, man. You can't relax. They can't person. afford it. Yeah, I would say if they had a little little bit of a lead, maybe put them on IR. But Not to mention, they most certainly are trying to lock up home field advantage. Yes. No way they want to go to Philly. Yeah, because we all because they just – yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is this is big. That's one of their playmakers. Not their best wide on, on the team anymore, but one of the uh, heartbeats of that, that team for sure. Um, this one's kind of like, it's fu- It's so sad. It's funny. Um, God, where is it? Yeah, here it is. Sam Howell has been sacked 40 times through seven games. The record for a season is 76. He is Sheesh. well over halfway there. Record breaker, Sam Howell. And the, the biggest point here that you immediately said when we read this stat is that we'll have no idea what Sam Howell is at the end of the season because no quarterback's going to no. thrive over this. What quarterback has ever been this sacked and proven to be like, oh, he's actually elite? You don't yeah. give him a chance to be elite. Honestly, it kind of impresses me a little more that he's, he's been okay. Through this you know, terrible through offensive line. being sacked 40 times in seven games. That's wild. I don't even know how you do that, but they found a way. Uh, yeah, um, Sam Howell, shout out to you and your trainer working yeah. overtime. Ice up, bud. Ice up. I- ice bass, baby. Okay, let's let's run through some uh, trade deadline news. Ready? Some rumors. Uh, Raiders inform NFL teams that they won't be trading all-pro wide receiver Devontae Adams. Of you're, course. You're stuck here, buddy. You're not going nowhere. We need to sell tickets. Yeah. Um, rumors. I mean, they also paid him. Yeah, R- rumors have been ramping up here that Devontae Adams would be traded. He was, I think, making some some plays toward that. I'd, I'd like to call Devontae Adams the happy hostage because he is rich, but he is also hostage to the Raiders. Yeah. You're stuck, bro. You All made right. the decision already. You wanted to come to the Raiders. I don't, This is what happens. They're the Raiders. Giants are not planning on trading running back Saquon Barkley. He, of course, came out uh, in the days prior saying that he doesn't want to be traded. So it sounds like they want him. He wants to be there. So Wait, he's not going anywhere. So why did he say he's not, he doesn't want to be traded? Is it, uh, just rumors. Is there a rumor? Oh, rumors. I thought he just said out of nowhere, like, I don't want to be traded. Rumors, he's on a one-year deal. They're not winning anything. Do he's expensive. That, do you think that they should trade him? Yeah, they absolutely should. Yeah, they should. Why keep an aging back? You obviously need much, much more. But you can get a lot for... As uh, an Eagles fan, yes. 
Yeah, sign him long term. Keep him. He's still good. Also, keep Wink Martindale. He's really good. Your boy Wink. Uh, NFL teams have called the Titans. The Titans are, are the center of some some talks here. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been called about all pro safety Kevin Byard. Very, very good. Stud, underrated. <clears throat> and wide receiver Traylon Burks. Potential. He hasn't yes, really shown a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Diana Receding reports that they have not received significant interest, is the quote, um, from NFL teams on running back Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry um, leads the league in eight-man boxes faced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Um, and obviously, with that O-line, he does not get much you know, running room, many lanes. <clears throat> um, I don't, I don't really believe that. They're listening. Yeah, they're, people they're, are calling about Derek. They're Henry. two and four, right? Um, their quarterbacks hurt. They're not really. It is the season of BS. They play tough, but they're not. Yeah, dude, read the read the read the room. Yeah, it's the season of BS. Yeah, um, the smoke screen. You're gonna hear your all sorts of craziness. Buffy went wild. Um, people who are not available. People who are available. People who you know. Are forcing their way out. Yeah, all sorts of craziness. Um, players who are inevitably very, very upset because the team just told them they weren't going to trade them, and then they trade them. Yep, it's all going to happen. Uh, Bronco Dana Rossini also she is cooking. She got, um, she got, a, she got her sources. She says, and that we, there's been conflicting reports on this for the last couple of weeks. The Broncos will listen to trade offers on every player. Multiple people with the team have told Dana Rossini. Now, just listening to an offer. Does not mean they're actively shopping anyone. Does not mean those are serious conversations on the Broncos' side. They're just hearing every offer, as they should. Yeah, I wonder how many calls don't get reported that teams get about right. players every year. So, of course, a losing team with some good players on them, of course they'll get calls by everybody. Yeah. But uh, maybe some are true, some aren't. Broncos, though, um, they should be listening. Yeah, pretty should much we, to everyone except we, Sertan. Sertan, Javante. Because I love Javante. Yeah. Uh, Sean Payton. You want Sean Payton? <laughs> he was traded before. He was traded before. Uh, the Browns have made trade calls as both buyers and sellers. Uh, typical. They're looking to possibly add a receiver and offensive line. Maybe they add a quarterback who like wants to play. <sighs> You're very can. mad at Sean Watson because he. you believe he chose not to play. The team's reporting that. Stefanski held him out. We'll talk about this later. I could, I could talk about it right now, right? I have, I have like yeah, a second. Yeah, talk about it. Okay, so he was, he got hurt. He got banged up in the first quarter. He banged, he hit his head backwards. Okay. So then they put him through the con- concussion protocol. Right. He cleared it. And then the coach sat him out for precautionary reasons. But they were in a game where they needed to win. And they said, and then at the end, they said, oh, he could have played, but why didn't? But they won. It's just, it's just something, I don't know. I, I, and he doesn't pass the body language test ever now because he's just so like, yeah, he seems listless. I think this is. I think you're suffering from the 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 fact. Okay, so, so the scenario that a coach or an organization would hold back a player and truly see his best interest is so like weird for us because we're always thinking like they want to win, but they like win. they they're gonna yeah. push the player to play no matter what. Yeah. So like the thought of like oh Kevin Stefanski was actually really looking out for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's so like we're so skeptical. We see it. Yeah, because like maybe maybe he's just a really good guy who looks out for his uh, quarterback. You know, but I, I I don't know. I he either way they could have really used him today. 
Yeah, and uh, one without him. Tell you what, I have respect for PJ Walker. He gets thrown into situations where he's not ready for it. He doesn't perform well, but he's out there yeah. trying his best. He's out there doing yeah. his best. Just happy not to be in the uh, Canadian football yep. league. I'll do anything, man. Whatever. The Commanders have made trade calls to take the temperature of the market for defensive ends, Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Now, I believe both of them are on the final years of their career. They're both yeah. free agents. It would make sense to move those guys. You don't want to lose those two types of players And Chase Young's nothing. having a pretty good year. Yeah, Chase Young. I mean, Chase Young's... He's having, uh, actually, his career year. He's having his career playing year. playing fantastic. Yeah. Montez Sweat is he's been very, solid. very good. Yeah, solid since he's been the, yeah. in the NFL. Any team would love Montez Sweat. Yeah. Um, and a pass rusher, this, in, in, you know, yeah, for playoff teams, you you do that all the time. You honestly don't even want to start naming teams because every, most of them could use them. Every team. Uh, every the Vikings team. have received trade calls on pass rushing uh, specialist Daniel Hunter. Going into Sunday's games, he was the NFL leader with sacks, with eight sacks. They should definitely trade him. You can get a lot for him. He's very good. Yeah, sell high on this guy. He's probably the best this year to come out, my pass rusher, to be on the market. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Hunter is going to be a big name. He'll probably get a big contract as soon as he is traded, and he'll probably make a big impact on on the the playoff pusher down the stretch. Yep. I expect Miami to be part of this after what I saw last night. Yes, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, that's the news. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with Ball Don't Lie. Ball Don't Lie. What's up, everyone? We are back with Ball Don't Lie. Ball Don't Lie. Tell them the rules, Joey. Why do we say Ball Don't Lie? Sorry, yeah. you, you Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You've never set me up like that, so I wasn't ready for it. I wasn't ready for I'm it. I'm called. It's called hosting, bitch. I like it, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't used to it. You're a... Uh, Muagging me, or whatever the fuck his name is. Miyagi? Yeah, Miyagi? wax on wax off, man. I've, yeah. I've been sitting here watching you. This is how, yeah. this is how you bad. do it. Uh, yeah, the rules. I don't know yeah. if the rules, but the reason we created this segment, yeah. uh, Ball Don't Lie, is basically to say, listen, there's there's narratives out there that mm-hmm. we've all accepted. We're all guilty of it. Yep. It's a... it's a. We've been ESPN'd. Oh, yeah. We, we Especially me and you. We listen yeah. to football, especially this time of year. It's all football nonstop. Yes. Dodgers are out of it. Lakers haven't started. Yep. We are all football right now. Oh, yeah. And so we hear all the stories, all the narratives, all the opinions. And it's easy to get lost in that stuff. Lost in the sauce, as mm-hmm. they say. And Ball Don't Lie is our opportunity to say, you know what? Here's what what's actually happening on the field. Here's what we see when we watch football on yep. Sunday. Yep. Love this. Beyond the narratives, this is what's happening on the field. Here's yeah. how it's playing out. Yep. The best um, reality show in the world, the NFL. Yeah. And it's a, literally a show. Why don't you start us off? Uh, Ball Don't Lie... Lamar Jackson still has his fastball. Okay. I'll, I'm going to own this. Okay. I was wrong about the Ravens. Okay. Thank I was you. very skeptical of that. Thank you for saying that. And because you said that so openly, I would move on. But thank you for saying that. Good. Okay. Lamar Jackson still has his fastball. Today or yesterday, he smoked the hell out of the Lions. The Ravens did. Slash sure Lamar did. Jackson. 38-6. Yeah. to six. The Lions, who we had been gassing up all year as a legit team, as a legit contender for the NFC slash Super Bowl. He killed him 38 to a, to a 6. He threw for three touchdowns, zero picks, 21 for 27, and had a rushing touchdown. That's four total touchdowns with no turnovers. Um, so, Lamar Jackson's won the MVP in, in 2019. Ever since then, his stats, stats have been going down. He's missed, I think, eight games combined. He had the negotiation with his contract that was overblown and outdone. That was both sides were a little guilty of being dramatic. Right. And then you wonder, after all this, injuries, contract, can he still perform against quality teams? That was answered against the Lions. Sure was. He killed them. One, 
And and now he's 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 on a good team. He's getting paid. And the off if you watch the game, you watch this year, the philosophy for the Ravens is not the same as years past. It's not gonna run, 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 run. It is put the ball uh, uh, put the ball in Lamar Jackson's hands and let him cook. Right. Which would lead them to a five and two record. And Lamar Jackson is about to have the same passing year he had when he won MVP in 2019. So bottom line, Lamar Jackson still has his fastball and has his Ravens team absolutely humming at an elite level. If you remember Greg Roman out, out. Todd Monken in. Yes. And this is a new offense. It's different. And so we're, we're <clears throat> we haven't really given them the opportunity to learn this new offense mm-hmm. and do something new and do yep. something different. And so maybe that lets some of the harshness, maybe on my side, but God, they looked fantastic. Against the Lions. Yeah, and I love the way you said it. His sales is fastball, because absolutely. Yeah. They looked like the Lions didn't belong on the field with them, and we both believe the Lions are a great team. Well, I still do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson, if he can the, – the fact that he can do this still, and they're on the road, correct? They're in Detroit, I believe so. No, no, they were in Baltimore. They are in Baltimore, okay. Um, the, the fact that he can do this to a Lions team that was 5-1 and one going in, feeling really good, was pretty healthy. They got Brian Branch back this week. Yep. And just blow the socks off them. Yep. 38-6. to six. Meanwhile, the Bengals are floundering. The Bills seem to be up and down. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Yeah, the Bills seem to be up and down. Um, the AFC is not as clear, except for the Chiefs, as we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Why not the Ravens? Ravens right there, 5-2. and two. Why not the Ravens? Yep. So, ball don't lie. Lamar Jackson still's got it. Still got the heat. I got one for you. Ball don't lie. Miles... Effing Garrett is the best defensive player in the league. Tell him. In a league that includes Joey Bosa. Dog. TJ Watt. Stud. Micah Parsons. Oh, immature. All sort of <laughs> <laughs> Moron on a microphone. <laughs> Don't give him a mic. Uh, but no, all these fantastic defensive players. Miles Garrett's just different. When I see Miles Garrett, I literally think, this is what a Hall of Famer looks like. This w- is different. And then what he did against the Colts. So today against the Colts, he had two sacks, but that's just that's such a small part of today's story. Yeah, uh, he had nine tackles, two sacks. Like I said, tackle for loss. He blocked a field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had two hits on the quarterback. He he defensed the pass. One with a safety for his sack. Yep, he did it all today for for the Browns in yep. a game where they needed every bit of it. Without Sean Watson in kind of a weird shootout, shootout, but almost just like an ugly shootout yeah. type thing. Um, they needed every single bit of this from Miles Garrett. And, man, he answered the call. He is just a freak athletically. He's so gifted technically as a defensive end. His the, his hands, obviously his dip, his strength, the bull rush. He has it all. He's the total package as a pass rusher. And, um, God, with his two sacks today against the Colts, Browns defensive, um, and Miles Garrett has 82 career sacks. He turns 28 this season. He has surpassed Reggie White for the most sacks by a player prior to his 28th birthday. Yeah, he was my call for a defensive player of the year. He was. He's making, was. He's, he's making it look so smart. Oh, yeah. Even though he's been underrated for the last two years. He's been doing He's been doing stuff like this. But this year, it seems like he's putting this on his – part of this is their defensive coordinator, who's probably the defensive coordinator yeah. higher of the year. I thought it was Fangio. It's actually Schwartz. Or Schwartz, right? Oh, Schwartz. Schwartz, yeah. He's phenomenal this year. He's fun to watch. He, I think he had the – the best win rate against Trent Williams in Trent Williams' whole career. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and he Trent also, Williams is a first ballot. He Hall also of Famer. tossed with his left hand Trent Williams, which yeah. is just Trent, that's what I'm saying. When you see this guy, it's it's Hall of Fame different. Like, yeah, whoa. Like that's, I think we've passed the torch now from Aaron Donald being the best defensive player. Yeah. 
from Bosa for a little bit, TJ Watt. It's I'll put my money on as far as complete here. player. Yeah, you've you you seen Michael Parsons disappear in big games. Um, TJ Watt and Bosa are amazing pass rushers, and they're good at everything else. There's not a weakness in Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett's game. He's the best that, defensive player on the best defense. That's not even us dogging those no, players. No, we love those they're players. They're all elite. They're all super elite. We love those players. Garrett's yeah. playing at another level. I completely agree with you here. I wonder if, so, you know, MVP usually ends up being the best player on the best team. Is kind of like the sort of. We don't really know how to, de- yeah. Um, I wonder if best defender on the best defense gets any looks. For MVP, no, probably not. Yeah. He's going to have like 25 or 30 sacks. But still, this guy. He's amazing. Whatever man. award he gets at the end of the year, he has earned that shit. Yeah, he is uh, really the defensive version of uh, Joe Thomas there in Cleveland. Yep. He's just going to be good for a very long time. The Browns. Hopefully, the Browns are more successful than yep. they were during that stretch. But Miles Garrett, I think for for my money, the best defender in the league, and just enjoy him while you can. Yep, he's a special talent. Yep, we got. Well, staying in the uh, AFC North, bottom line, the winner of the AFC North is still it's still a toss up. Yeah, we have. Let me sh- tell you the rank, the standings for this. Currently, the Ravens at the top, five and two, blew out the uh, the uh, Lions. Uh, the Steelers at number two, Pickett managing the game, and Watt leading the defense to be opportunistic. The Browns at four and two. Watson doesn't want to play football, but they're still finding a way to win. <laughs> and the Bengals at three and three, a slow start, but they're off by a week getting healthy. Burrow's one week healthier. T Higgins is one is one week one week healthier. This division is a toss-up because this, yeah, between first place and fourth place, those are only two games, okay. And Burrow is should be the best quarterback in this, and he's last, right. So we don't know who's going to win. They're all winning, right? They're all winning despite their own flaws. Two teams, Pickett's not a great quarterback, and they have PJ and Browns have PJ Walker out there just trying to do do something. It's not his fault. And the Ravens have Lamar Jackson rolling now. We don't know who's going to win this thing, and it's going to be awesome to see this go down. They they play each other later in the uh, in the like season, so this is going to be so fun. I can't wait for it to kind of spell out who's in it. But this whole division might be in the playoffs. They're so good and they're so tough, and I it's still I don't. No one knows who's going to win. I don't think they know. There's no confidence that I could choose who's going to win this one. Yeah, you really don't even know how to how to compare these teams because they're all good at. They all have legitimate reasons why they should be the best. Yes. Obviously, the Bengals have Joe Burrow. That should maybe the best quarterback in the division. Yes. Um, the Browns have the best unit in the division. De- that defensively, defense. yeah. Uh, I'd say the Steelers probably have the best coaching. Best coaching? And, um, yeah. As far as head coach. And they have Watt. Watt's, the OC. Watt's, Watt's not a bum. And Watt's very good. And then, yeah. of course, you have uh, Baltimore. Missing? Baltimore. That might maybe They're the best rolling. roster. Yeah. In, in, in this. I mean, this there's so many. Um, there's so much potential. In this league, uh, in this division, I wonder if Kenny Pickett. That's only yeah. that scares me. It's the it's the quarterbacks. It's gonna it's gonna cut up at the end cover. of the day. Yeah, so Watson, we don't know what he is yet. Right this year. Right Pickett, we don't know if he's good. He's a game manager at this point. Right, just kind of directs it. To, don't mess up. And he doesn't really have anything else to lean on. Najee's not what he used to be. He just gets the ball to the guys that's supposed to get to. Yeah, despite Canada, Matt 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 Canada. Yeah, and then the Bengals. They haven't. They've crawled to to a three and three, and they could have been one and five easily. But they found a way to get to, to get to five hundred, and an early bye week saves them from putting out Burrow there with another with another day, another game of a, of a strained calf or tore. I don't know what the hell he did to his calf. And the Higgins right. has a has broken ribs. I mean, is it weird to say that all these teams are arrow up right now? No, it's not. It's I mean, it's, they're literally that's all why arrow up. This is so hard to tell. Like, 
It's probably the best. This is the best division in football. There's, Anything is possible. The, the worst team is probably the best team in a lot of different conferences. Yeah, it'd be the Steelers. Divisions. But the Steelers just win, man. They just, they're just winning. That's At the end of the day, we talk about this a lot. If you can win, that's what matters. Just freaking win. And they just Seriously. win. Yeah. They've beaten the last two weeks. They've beaten the Ravens. Top of this, top of this freaking, freaking, freaking division. Yep. And then today they beat, or yesterday they uh, uh, beat beat the Rams. Not, no, no slouch. So th- they could keep up with any. It just this is a fun. I can't. It's just fun to watch. This is good football. Yeah. Um. Who you who'd you pick right now? We're right seven now. games in, so this, it's a decent part of the season. I'm picking my favorite child. They've come. I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, you really can't help but pick them. I mean, they're, they're. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me. If Joe Burrow is just someone you just trust because you forget, like, oh, Burrow's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You trust he's going to figure it out. Uh, Lamar Jackson's someone I have a hard time trusting just because I don't know. I've seen him fail so many times, mostly in the playoffs, I guess. But but right now he's got a two game two game lead on Cincinnati. He's he's on a hot one right now for sure. Yeah, like, that can't be. That cannot be nice. And if I'm they can get anything from Watson, just to be an average quarterback. The sky's the limit for this Browns team. Yeah, I mean, we, God, it's so it must be so frustrating um, to know the kind of roster you're sitting on. With, by the way, a ton of cap space to do more at the trade deadline here. Absolutely. Um, and to think that, man, if Watson is anything, that's what you're saying about the guy who just, you know, got a massive contract. Yep. Like he should be something. Something. Um, they, I mean, because certainly he's, he's had his up and downs this year and last year. Yeah. So we still don't know what he's like post the year off and all that. So, but if he could just be an average, th- he, he, if he could be, be better than Pickett, like w- this yeah. team is phenomenal. So I'll say this real quick before we move on. Um, we mentioned that the Ravens, I still think they need some punch at running back. So I sure. think that helped. Um, I think the, the Browns need to do something at running back. You had a crazy idea that you mentioned. Derrick Henry, baby. That's bring him in town. What a marriage. Derrick Henry running in, in Cleveland in that cold weather. Oh, who wants to tackle Derrick Henry? Yeah, in you know in in you know late December. And plus side, he could throw the ball a little bit. Top out your quarterback. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's where we are. Yeah, that's where we are here. Uh, bottom line, ready? Yes. Bottom line, Packers are the worst team in the NFC North. Okay. Now this, tell tell why this is a big deal, because there are two teams that have two wins in this division. I'm sorry, there's three, but there's two other teams that are, have literally two wins. And I've been massive disappointments in the Vikings and the Bears. And yet, for my money, the Packers are the worst team in this division. Um, Friday, in Friday's question, Sunday's answered. We wanted the Packers to beat. They're playing the Broncos. Okay, the Broncos are the team that you beat up. The, the Broncos are the get-right game this year. Absolutely. And we saw the, the Bears get right against the Broncos. And so we were saying, listen, we need the Packers to come in here and play like a team that is a class above the Broncos. And not only did they not do that, they lost. Well, to be fair, the, the Broncos beat the Bears. But, yeah, they lost to the Broncos, yeah. who are trying to sell everybody, who can't figure out how to win. And they don't – here's the problem with the Packers. I'm going to – Packers don't – what is their offense? What did they – what is their – what is – like, what did they do well? What well, is I their think, philosophy? I think what their plan was is to have a dynamic running game and let Jordan Love play off that. The running game hasn't showed up, and so it's been on mostly Love – and I just I don't I haven't seen it from Love yet. I'm not ve- when when the season started he was putting up good stats, and it, it, honestly he played a lot better. Yeah, I think he's regressed a little bit or he's cooled off a little cooled bit. Off, yeah. Um, 
and he's just not very dynamic. What he needs, he needs help. Yeah, but so before the the bye week, they did this thing where they just gunslinger ups and downs were sort of roll with it. And then they got kind of tired of that because they started losing. Then today they overcorrected, or yesterday against the Denver Broncos. We watched a game because I'm a Bronco fan. We watched a game. They were too con- conservative with him. Then they tried to break it loose at the fourth quarter, and then he went back to his old throwing it high and got picked off to end the game. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say, so if you look at a blame pie, okay, um, I have the majority of it on Jordan Love. Not, I think you would probably have it on coaching a little bit, sounds like. I, I would have um, no, because the coaching has proven to be good. This is a good coaching staff. Yeah. So, you, and it sucks because this, I'm, I'll be honest, I've, I've proclaimed myself. Jordan Love is the future of the of the Packers. Maybe All he's just okay. Subplot. Okay, say they continue these ways, and they're looking at a top five pick with a stacked quarterback class. This is why it's a big deal that they're last place or that they're the worst team. Because if you believe in Love so much to pass on a Drake May or a Caleb right. Williams or one of these stud quarterbacks coming out, that's that's a that's a you can. As a GM, you can lose your job instantly if you pass up on one of these elite quarterbacks, if they end up being elite quarterbacks for Love, who right now you don't know what he is. So um, it's a big deal if he's good or not this year. Today, the the Jordan Love against the Broncos, all right, who we won't get into the defensive stats of the Broncos, but they're all really bad. 32nd. Um, 180 yards, 21 of 31, um, just six yards of uh, completion, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, that's just not enough. That's just not... That's not good enough. On the season, just over 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, below 50 QBR now, which is 17th in the league. Yeah. Um, they're sitting there at 2-4, two, at two and four, and I, I think you need to wait and you give them a full season. Yeah. Um, but if this is what Jordan Love is, just a good, occasionally above-average quarterback, you need to move on. Yeah, I mean, we, he's shown that he could be three touchdowns a game. We've seen it. But right now, this is the low point, and this yeah. is where, as a GM, you have, to, you have to decide, am I going to double down and maybe be buyers at the deadline or be buyers in the offseason to get them some help? Or do I go into this draft season, offseason, like, we got to find a guy to compete or a guy to take to, to take a spot? Because they signed to a deal, but it's kind of a goofy two-year deal. Right. Where it's like, we just want, we just don't want to tag you. Yeah. We could trade you. We just don't want to tag you. Hopefully, they have the mindset of, we're, this is very much a prove-it year for Jordan Love. Yeah. Because... He's not a rookie, man. 24 he's years old. three years in. 24 he's years old. Two years older than CJ Stroud. Right. He, he's, been, he's been learning behind Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's had every... Honestly, he, he has a good roster. He's had every opportunity to be good. There's no reason why he should be coming in and um, not be at least an above-average quarterback yeah. if he's any good. The and Packers... Had, he hasn't been. If you look at the Aaron Rodgers, how they transitioned from far to Rodgers, Rodgers had a bad first year, too. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they just say, we're just going to do what we do with, with Aaron Rodgers. Oof. But be, be careful. I understand it's worked once. Okay? Yeah, that's a dangerous but formula. But it's hard to catch lightning in the bottle twice. Right. Okay? A lot, the Aaron Rodgers experiment, the Mahomes thing, where you sit and you wait one year or two years. Right. That's worked, to, it's worked for them. But look at all the other cases where you sit and you wait and it doesn't pan out. Right. And you miss out on generational talents because you wait on the stuck. So he's got to prove, be something more. This, Packers are the worst team. Is, I wouldn't, I'd I take the Vikings over them easily. Yeah, it looks like it may be three of these teams picking in the top 10, which is, I mean, the Bears picking twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, let's move on here. 
Um, do you have one or am I going? I can give you one. Go ahead. Uh, bottom line, Brandon Staley's days are numbered. That's the one. Brandon Staley, head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. They lost today to the Chiefs, making them uh, two and five. Herbert, two and five. Him, two, two, two and five against the Chiefs. Yikes. Um, his record, 21-19. He has a losing record against the Chiefs, obviously. He's been in the playoffs once and lost. His problems are he hasn't helped Herbert progress. I know you're saying, he, well, he's, a, he's a defensive guy. Okay. His last three years, his defensive points allowed have been 29th, 22nd, and 24th. So he came in to be a defensive mastermind. The defense sucks. The offense hasn't progressed in ways. It's not like they, they, they lack talent. They've always been, they've always been freaking talented. Um, his fourth down attempts, his play calling have been questioned since he started there. Overly aggressive when he doesn't need to be. Take the points. He, he doesn't, he plays aggressive. He hasn't, he hasn't improved the roster. He hasn't, he hasn't drafted well. What's a, I mean, he, he. I mean, hits and misses. Hits and misses like every team, but still, it's just, he doesn't improve this team. He hasn't. Bring out the best in his roster, which is what you want. If you have a roster that's that's talented on the on on defense, and you're last, or you're you're in the back ten of rankings, and if your quarterback isn't progressing as we all think he should be, then and he and he's there for all three years, he's the he's the problem. And it might not be him. They paid Herbert. They're not moving Herbert. Right. So the first guy to go is the head coach. That's where I was going to go with it. So many things here point toward. A Brandon Staley firing. Yes. Number one is they, they paid Herbert. He's the guy they committed to him. Yeah. Um, so he's not going to be the one to, to wear the, uh, as far as with the management, to, to wear the blame for this loss. It's not going to be Herbert. Um, and, yeah, when an owner's writing those kind of checks, and they've written some checks, they've brought in some guys. They've drafted um, very talented players. They traded, they traded Clue Mack, signed J.C. Jackson, yep. gave Mike Williams a, a, a big deal. They paid Bosa. They paid Bosa. They refused to pay... Austin Eckler, but they paid him one year. Yeah. Um, you have all those guys. that The, the words you're looking for is maximize. Yeah. You need to maximize that roster. When an owner's writing those kind of checks, he's expecting results, especially when within that time span, your in-town, you know, rival for market share at least, has won a Super Bowl in your building. Talk or not the their building. Yeah, talking about the Rams. Yeah. There, as they're battling for really a, the the young fans of L.A., mm-hmm. um, the Rams won a Super Bowl. They've mm-hmm. been good. They've been relevant. Um, they haven't been as disappointing as the Chargers have been. And I so I, I think when heads roll, his will be the first to go. Yeah. And they might just need a new voice. They they might just need there's you have to change something. Yeah. And it, um they're two and four right it's gonna now. Be the head coach. They're two and five right now. They're this this roster is too talented to be that. It's they have a healthy quarterback, healthy, I mean everyone's hurt right now, but healthy enough to play. And they just they're not they haven't progressed. They have None of this, he's never, he hasn't made this team better. Yeah. They're still the same as when he got there. That's yeah. a sign of a bad coach. And this is not at all giving excuses to, to Justin Herbert because he's been disappointing. Yeah. Her, no, yeah. He's been disappointing. We expected more from him no matter who your coach is. We expect more better decisions. Yep. You know, late game, we, just, we expect bigger numbers. We expect you to maximize these receivers mm-hmm. that you're just constantly being given, like restocking the, the cupboards. Mm-hmm. Um. He's just not gonna, you know, get the, the consequences for this. But, um, you got to bring in someone else to try to maximize Herbert because he's already paid, already committed to him. Yeah, you got to find someone who's gonna unlock that and lock in this team. The biggest difference between the only difference between the Jaguars and the Chargers, in my mind, is that the Jaguars find a way to win and the Chargers find a way to lose. 
which is the rosters are very similar. It's very black and white when it comes to wins and losses. It oh yeah, yeah. You need to win, especially when it comes to chops. as much as we can say. As much as I, you know, I criticize Lawrence for not having the, you know, the passer. He's winning. He's at least winning. Yeah. He's at least they're at least a playoff contender right now. You already said he said something like that. He said let the uh, he said something about I'm gonna I'm butchering it, but he said basically like let the critics say what they want. We'll just keep finding ways to yeah. win the game. And that's he like, knows where his bread. That's is a credit to him and his awareness of who he is as a player and who other team is. The char- Chargers can never say that. Yeah, him and Dougie Buckets are sleeping a lot better. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, yeah, yeah. than uh, than uh, Brandon Staley, Staley and, and Herbert. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's might be the if they're two and four, they keep they might he might be the first firing unless they get on a real hot one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's gonna be gone, and you don't want and the the worst part of this is you're wasting Justin Herbert. Is prime years. We don't know how good it can be. Yeah. And that may be his fault, Herbert's, or maybe the coach's fault, coaching staff, maybe the staff he's, he's, that he's assembled for. I know you're a big, uh, the coordinator. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore fan. It's kind of the same as last year. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It, uh, Brandon Saylor, to me, needs to be the first guy fired. If this continues uh, one more game, two more games, get him out of there. Change okay. it up. We got one more. Uh, let's get to this one, and then uh, – but I wanted to give some time before we t- t- take the break. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunday Night Football. Did you happen to catch it? I did. I watched it with you. Yep. So you knew exactly what I was. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, my Philadelphia Eagles. I am wearing my Eagles hat today. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat the Miami Dolphins 31-17. to 17. Yes. My ball don't lie statement is this. The Eagles are 6-1, and one, and we still haven't seen the best version of the 2023 Eagles. I've watched every game, obviously. You've watched many of the games because we've been together. So you, mm-hmm. you, you watch the Eagle games, too, with me. And we... There's still turnovers happening. There's still holes in the secondary. There's still issues that we need to fix. And yet, here we are at 6-1, just having knocked off the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I won't say dominated because we didn't dominate them, but 31-17, to and it could have been worse at the end of the game. We took a knee, you know, at the 10 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so impressed with this win. I'm so impressed that this is where we're at, even though we've, we haven't played well. Mm-hmm. Like, we have not played well at all. We have real glaring issues. And now we're going to go into the bye here in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, Howie does some work here at the deadline, fixes some of the holes in the roster. But today's game, man, hurts. 279, two touchdowns, one interception. Had a, had a, had a kind of a fluky pick six deflection to a, to a, blitzing, uh, a blitzing cornerback. A nickel and, corner. Then yeah, so kind of, I mean, but, bigger, but still, yeah. you know, it happened. Uh, he had a pretty bad fumble. Um, but... Kind of gut, gutted his way through this. A.J. Brown and him still have that connection. They're doing big things. DeAndre Swift has been such a massive add to this team and has been not a, to the level of the O-line and D-line, but has been has done a lot to mask some of the problems mm-hmm. with how well he's done. Um, the defense has holes, obviously. I mean, but still, the Dolphins came into this, this game averaging over 37 points a game. Eagles held him to one touchdown in eight possessions. And they held uh, Miami to season lows in yards, touchdowns, first downs, and success rate. Eagles were down three members of the secondary today. They were playing undrafted rookies in big moments against Tyreek Hill. And they got it freaking done. And I'm, I'm just I'm super pumped. We got a super we got a hard schedule coming up here. Um, but we just said the good teams find a way to win. They just find a way to win. And I was sound. I, I have my theory about them this year. Maybe this is just how they operate this year. We're just going to... Go, we're just gonna get down dirty with our with our running game and uh, just grit out all these games. But you know they have this 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 level where they can get to, where it's yeah. high flying, where they can 
shootout. He was going toe-to-toe with Mahomes in the freaking Super Bowl. Right. Passing. Not even running. So you know there's a talent there. This team, as as far as teams in the NFL go, they're not the top, one of the top teams in the NFL because they just they just find a way. I mean, they, they have, have to be. They have the most unstoppable play I've seen and I've, I've probably ever seen. I love how... I love how de- defiant they they're are so with it. ballsy with it. Yeah, they're just we're we're, we're, we're going to run this play. It's coming. Everyone in America knows to run this play. <laughs> everyone, everyone at home watching knows what, exactly. You what's know, my favorite thing is about that play is to see the defenders after the play just hang their heads and walk off the field. I love seeing Kelsey walk with the guys like we're going to do this. You know exactly what we're going to do. His belly just hanging we're out. We're going to get low, three and, feet in front of him. Yeah, it's just it's, and they're gonna they're they want, you know bitches and moans about oh this is a play this it's a football play. It's yeah. called a QB sneak. Yeah, and everyone else is trying it. No one succeeds. Yeah, we Eagles see, legitimately are successful on like ninety five percent of the we time. We see everybody. everybody try it every yep. week. We see a QB sneak with a push or whatever, and we've seen Josh Allen do it. We've seen Dan Jones do it. We've seen people. We've seen from the lowest quarterbacks to the highest quarterbacks try it. Not working the same as Philly. Philly yep. just does it. Uh, also, subplot in this yes. game, Miami. Yes, they can't beat good teams. So. So that's what's that's their mo this year. Friday's question sent his answers. Yeah, and the question had to do with the what five and twenty four was the record against. Yeah. As um, now the you know the teams obviously change, records have changed, right. but yeah, they they've had during the game they had moments where it's like oh this is an elite team right offensively, but in the fourth quarter they didn't score a point, and yeah, and they got bullied in the second half. Good teams find a way to win even when their shit's not working. Right. Philly did that. Because they're a good team, Miami hasn't done that all year. Because we don't know what they, they don't they they have major questions to ask themselves and philosophy. They need to figure out ways to win these games. You can't beat up you can't play the Broncos every every week in the playoffs. You're gonna play better teams than the Broncos. Um, the the Dolphins came into this game the number one rushing team in the league. They're just going off no matter who they put at running back. Yeah, they're just going off. Um, Eagles number one against the run. So it was kind of like a strength for strength here, and the Eagles obviously won out. And uh, it was kind of up to Tua just to kind of throw him into this game. Waddle was in and out with the back injury. Yeah, um, Tyreek was good like he always is. He's it's crazy to think that after this game I thought, oh, man, we did really well against Tyreek. And to think that that means 11 catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, he's just good. He's, <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's the best receiver in the league. He's just really – I don't know how you he's watch it. He's better than Justin Jefferson. Yeah, ball line, Tyreek Hill is the best offensive player in the league. He is – Terrifying, because they keep him moving. They don't put him oh. one spot. They're not boring with him, and they're creative. It's not I've, like you're. I've, I've yeah, go, yeah. It's not like they're goofy with him. Not yeah. like they put him as a quarterback. Yeah, no. They're like we're not having a wideout. We're having him doing jets. Not even, he, they're just they did the marriage in him and um blanking out on the guy's head coach's name, Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel is just that's better than the marriage of Tua and Mike McDaniel. Okay, so that is ball. Don't lie. Um, it was a great week. It was a great weekend of some football. Foot, some freaking good football. I ain't know where you're going with that. Shit. <laughs> I, I like to keep you on your on your toes around here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a great week of football, but it's not over yet. Let's get into a game preview. Whenever I don't know what button to push, I just push that one. It, whatever, we just need a music for it. It's a yeah. good game. Got to update these labels. Yeah. Um, on Monday Night Football, we have a game that preseason th- seemed like a much more competitive yeah. uh, football match. Mm-hmm. But 
this might be a little bit of a blowout. Niners are going to play the Vikings. Mm-hmm. The Vikings are, of course, still without Justin Jefferson. It's crazy that he makes that much of a difference to your expectations of a game. But the, he does. He's second best wide on the league. Yeah. <laughs> You're no. going to say the best. He's, the best. he's, he's one of the best. Yeah. Um, he's very good. Four Niners take the Vikings here. Uh, the Four the Niners are six and a half point favorites. Over under 44. What you got? 44. I'm going to go over. Um, Fox has this as their... Their pick is 31-14. How's it sound to you? Uh, the Niners might score more. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that, that Vikings And the Vikings might get is, some... Um, is pretty bad. Garrison points. The only the saving grace here um, that's hopefully going to help them a little bit is that this game is in Minnesota. So you'll have the Home Minnesota field, faithful yeah. there. Yeah. Um, because playing in Santa Clara is becoming one of those places. Yeah. It's becoming one of those places It's very hard to win. That crowd is mm. in a frenzy. They allow very few opposing, you know, like fans in the stadium. Yeah. And this is what you want to see in, in football. You want to see these teams that have, when they're at home, it's like it's different. Remember when Seattle was at their height? Right. You did not want to play at the 12s in Seattle. This is, right. Niners are becoming that for sure. Yeah. So let's talk 49ers for, here first. Um, the biggest story with them is McCaffrey. He has a tear. He has mm-hmm. a, he's a slight tear. What, do, what do, They called it a little slight tear. A uh, little slight tear. Or a slight little tear. A little and baby it, tear. And it's no. oblique, and he's going to play. Okay, I, I'm. I have zero idea what the hell an oblique is. People say oblique, I'm like, oh, that's because guys like me don't have obliques. It's in the calf, or it's in the elbow. It's in your core. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's, I, in, it's in your core. I was talking. They put a graphic up. Yeah, we head. don't have obliques. Where where our obliques are, it just goes. It's just like an empty, um, pouch. Maybe yours. I got oblique, bitch. You don't have obliques. Mine's fantastic. But and, either way, yeah. Uh, McCaffrey's gonna play through his slight tear in his oblique and. We'll see how that goes. Would you play McCaffrey in this game? Nope. Nope, I wouldn't. Uh, and maybe he won't play that much. Elijah yeah. Moore, I think, uh, sorry, Elijah Mitchell mm-hmm. should be back. Uh, George Mason. George Mason. Jordan right? Mason. Jordan Mason uh, ran really, really well last week. There's no mm-hmm. reason for McCaffrey to to get his normal workload here. At least he shouldn't. Um, you're going to need him. Obviously, we talked about Debo Samuel. He'll miss this game. Yeah. Um, so maybe that helps the Vikings a little bit. Now the Vikings, sorry, we'll stay on the Niners, but. The Vikings, that, the reason that's important for the Vikings, because the Vikings' only chance is a puncher's chance, mm-hmm. is that Cousins goes off. Um, Which has been going off all season. Do you do you see the, the Niners having, I mean, Brock Purdy, having any problem moving the ball in this defense without, if they're missing even McCaffrey as well as Samuel? No, I don't see anything. Yeah, I don't he, either. They don't have anything for Brandon Ayuk, who's the most underrated wideout in the league. Yep. They don't have anything for this run game. Doesn't matter right. who's behind there. Because right. besides Daniel Hunter, I don't really think of they, I don't, any players of Harrison Smith has like been decent for a while. Byron Murphy, I've seen get cooked every week. Yeah, no, it's not. A, yeah, so yeah, I don't think offensively uh, or defensively they can. Yeah, so Brock Purdy at fourteen hundred yards, ten touchdowns, just one interception. He's been exceptional at taking care of the ball, completing sixty-seven percent of his passes, two thirty per game, eight and a half per this, attempt. This is a get uh, get right game for him for sure. Yeah. Um, like you said, Ayuk is going off. Debo was having, I think, a, a nice bounce back season. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how much time he misses. But yeah, neither of us see this um, Niners offense struggling much. But the Niners are not about the, their offense. The Niners are about this defense. Defense is phenomenal. And um, they're healthy. They're good to go. Yeah. And they're playing very, very well. Um, let's talk a little Vikings and how they're going to. Let's talk Vikings offense, Niners defense, because. That's where this game, that's the only chance they have. If they can put up points against this Niners defense, the game, yikes. The game plan should be for the Vikings, like, let's just spread them out. 
not yeah. get them going. Let's just keep them lateral. Don't let them going downhill. Let's keep them lateral and just keep them. That's what and just keep throwing. I would not run try to run the ball. I know they they're try they'll try it with Madsen and with Cam Akers, yeah. but they should try to spread this team out. Miami sure it's gonna work because they're very good on the back end too. I, I mean, I think they need to keep some kind of running game. I really do. Um, just to keep them honest. Just to keep them honest. Yeah. And to slow I mean, down the pass rush and balance your offense a little bit and to avoid extremely short drives. They're third in passing yards this year and 30th in rushing yards. Yeah. Yeah, they've been really bad. They've stuck with Madison. They kind of like gave him a shot at the job and haven't taken away from him yet. Yeah, and they traded for Akers and then still stick with Madison. Yeah. I mean, Akers is 24, so that maybe is uh, – Madison's not on a very long deal. Two-year um, deal. Like, it's, but, a, it's a goofy two-year deal. Yeah, we'll see. And there's also been trade rumors with Madison, so yeah. who knows what's happening there. Um, but, yeah, Kirk Cousins, he'll have, of course, uh, um, the rookie, Jordan Addison, there trying to break out. He didn't really do anything of, of you know, real note in his first game. I mean, yeah, he's he's good, though. He's Yeah, but he's good. You could expect, I mean, he, he'll make plays in this game. Yeah. Against the Niners defense or whoever else, he's yeah, just he's, a really good player. He's a bright spot for them offensively. and They went to K.J. Osborne a lot. Yeah, uh, last game. You know what I want to see more from the last week. I, they they don't use Hawkinson creatively. No, no, they, he's an underneath guy. They, I don't know why they they paid him too. They don't do any kind of seam route, seam option, see like anything where it's in the middle where it's creative, where it's a design tight end screen. It's just a lot of outs or to the flats. Let's put some numbers to these all these names we're, we're listing here. Hawkinson only has thirty six catches on the on the year with three hundred four yards. It's week seven. You expect a little more than that. Yeah. Uh, Addison, of course, he has so he has he has small numbers. That's just because he's been playing behind Justin Jefferson. Now we expect much more from him yeah. uh, going forward. What's really concerning to me is Alexander Madison's numbers. Yeah, um, bad. Averaging fifty three yards a game. That's that's really bad. Still has not scored a touchdown. Did you know that? Because <laughs> I, I didn't can, know that before I started. I doing can it. believe it though. I've seen a lot of um, games where he's not a factor. I mean, Madison is, is going to need to be some kind of presence for them. If not, go to Akers. Um, but I think it, no matter what, the, the chances are they're going to struggle against right, this. I'll ask question. How, how did the Vikings win tomorrow or tonight? <sighs> I mean, they need to just – they need to luck into some turnovers. Okay. By Purdy. And they need to score touchdowns, not field goals. They need to, they need to put some pressure on Purdy. And they're going to be at home. And I think you open it up, man. Let Cousins cook. Yeah, and your I best player now is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. So let him be the yeah. centerpiece of, yeah, which is, which has been the plan all, all season long. And if Addison is who we think they are, they still have a good um, core of weapons. Yeah, yeah. KJ Osborne obviously talked about him. Then Hawkinson's very good. Yeah. So, and a offensive minded head coach who proven to be deep, you know, pretty good on offense. So defensively, they, defensively though, they need to get some stops. They need to turn some. They need to be good yeah. on third down, or, or turnover. Do something that well, you have done all year. What I want to see too is O'Connell be um, creative with these running backs in, in in efforts of slowing down this pass rush. Yeah. So screens, uh, misdirections, be a little more confusing. Don't be so vanilla because if Bosa just can see what's coming. And there's he's, no confusion, and it's all just vanilla, he's vanilla offense. Gonna ruin your night. He's gonna he's gonna destroy your night. Yeah. Not yeah. to mention the rest of the guys they have up there. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm looking for O'Connell to be what everyone says he is, one of the best offensive minds in the game. Yeah, this is where coaching really matters. When you when your best player is yeah. out, how can you scheme up or script a good plan for your team to be a superior team 
when on paper you should lose this the, uh, this game. Um, we we picked this game already, right? We picked the yeah, we both picked the Niners. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm trying. Well, I mean, we're trying to give you ways in that maybe the Vikings can pull it out. Daniel Hunter, if he can be a factor, that would be phenomenal. If they can cause some kind of, they're going to need some kind of turnover. Yeah. Um, maybe a special teams return or a right block punt. Get yeah. something. Get anything going. I mean, keep that crowd in the listen, game. Too. We just saw the Patriots beat the Bills. Yeah. Is the We've NFL. seen the last week the Jets beat the Eagles. Yeah. Anyone can beat anyone. I don't yes. care who you are. Exactly. And so the Niners are great, and we both love them, but we don't want to get carried away and think they're some kind of invincible team. Nothing is nothing is for sure in this NFL. Like, you don't know who's to beat who. Just takes one momentum, one, one pick, one sack fumble, anything. And they need to keep this crowd involved. Get this crowd. This is a dome. Yeah. It can get loud in there. They have the big old horn that goes out. You got to keep this crowd going. Keep those skull chants going. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, but yeah, we both picked the Niners, but I, you know, I, I want cousins to make this fun, man. Tell you what, fantasy wise, might fun. as well. Yeah. Mount, but, I mean, what are they like one and five, two and two and four, yeah, two and four. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a lot better than one and five. Yeah. A lot better than one and five, but still like, it'll be fun either way. Put some fantasy bets. It's a fun game. A lot of fun guys in here. Yeah. Uh, but we should, if, if we see Christian, if I see Christian Caffrey get hurt, I'm going to be very mad. This is a, I mean, we saw last week. Was it last week when they played the Browns? Yeah. Um, Purdy struggled to manufacture uh, points or even drives without McCaffrey. In the yes. Game. So this, that's a big deal. I don't know if this is kind of trying to trying to protect Purdy by having McCaffrey at least active. Yeah. Maybe they splits carries tomorrow or tonight. But I don't want to see him hurt in a game where they should win. But who knows? It's It's been a tough year for running backs. I'm not wishing anything about injury upon anybody. I yeah. hope everyone comes out here healthy. But I do not want McCaffrey to play. Yeah. But he's going to play. Uh, that's the show for today. That's Monday's show. Very excited about Wednesday's show. Yeah. Um, we should, I'm not going to say it. We're going to try to get someone on. Let's make it fun. Okay. And we're also going to do version. It's always fun. What the hell? Version 8.0 of uh, Angel's Heavenly Top 10. Yeah. Very excited about that. Very we excited. will see you Wednesday. Bye. Let it be.